welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I am super duper, oh, big stretch, super duper excited to be here today. And to chat with you for a little bit. So however you got here, whoever whoever you are and however you got here, you, you might be here of your own free will. <laughs> you might be uh, a loyal listener. And if that's the case, thank you so much from my heart, from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you so much. You might be here because somebody sent you a link and they're like, hey, almost like it feels like there's going to be a quiz later. Hey, listen to this. And then they're going to ask you, did you listen to the show? Did you listen to the show I sent you? So if you're here because you want to be here or you're here because your mother's listening to this in the car, driving you on, driving around, like driving you to school or whatever, either way, <laughs> I'm happy to have you here and I'm happy we're going to spend a little bit of time together. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to call this sucker. It, this is going to be up to Erron, Erron, my, my podcast team member to help me figure out what the title is going to be because it's going to be too long. But it's somewhere in the in the um, ballpark of this, figuring it out versus feeling it out. So one of the things that I find myself doing quite a bit, I was just wagging my finger, my, my finger at me. If you're watching this, I'm not wagging it at you. I'm wagging it at me. Um, sometimes I find myself saying this particular thing and I hear it all the time also from my clients. And um, this it's this, right? So let's say there's some shit going on in their lives. There's some stuff that's coming up. There's some decisions that need to be made. And it could be in their personal life. It could be in your business. It could be uh, having to deal with your kids or your marriage or like whatever, your finances. And it's like some shit's going down. Or it could be a good thing, right? There's opportunities that are happening. So it doesn't mean it's always bad, but something's going on. Something needs to be decided or done or whatever. Need your attention, right? And we'll say this thing will go, I just need to figure it out. I just need to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I got to figure it out, right? And in those moments, I'm like, look, I am I, a person who has spent a good deal of time like from the from the neck up, right? Like up in my head. Uh, I, I can be, I can uh, go right up into the intellect and go right into my reasoning and go right into like, you know, using my, trying to use my brain to figure it out and to move all the little pieces around and use the little phyllo facts in my, in my brain, right. To, to, to get a solution to something when really all I really need to do, what would really be wicked fucking helpful for me to do is if I just sat my ass down got quiet and let myself just kind of be still for a moment. And instead of going up into the brain and trying to do some mental gymnastics and figure it out and stress about it and worry about it and contort, right? Cirque du Soleil myself into some solution. I could just slow down, go within, tap into, and there's a thousand names for this. 
call it spirit, call it Holy Spirit, call it the inner teacher, call it uh, intuition, call it gut instinct, call it spiritual team, call it the inner wise advocate, call it the, I don't care what we call it. I do know that there's an intelligence that lives not just in your mind, not just in your brain, but in your body. Like there's so much wisdom in your heart and there's so much wisdom in your belly. And we sometimes call these the three brains in the work that I do. And that's a story for another day. But I want to say this, we, we, we really just create so much stress and pressure and anguish and thinking like, I got to know the answer and I got to figure it out and I got to do it now. And I got to da, 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 da. And I'm like, like, let's just take a fucking breath, man. <laughs> let's just like hit the pause button. Let's just eh, like hit, smack, eh, hit the pause button and take a moment and allow ourselves to feel our way through a thing, to check in with the body. Now I will say this, right? I don't believe that we are these bodies. I, I kind of think of these bodies as like, you know, little costumes, little outfits that we're wearing while we're here, right? We're spiritual beings. And it's like, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta throw on this meat suit, this meat puppet to walk around in, to have tactile, right? Like I'm moving my fingers, like tactile feeling, sensory feeling, right? To like kind of navigate the world and have experiences and have relationships and be able to see things and smell things and touch things and hear things and have the experience of, of being human. It's very fascinating and interesting, right? But I don't think we are these bodies. I kind of think we borrow these bodies. Like maybe that's a way to say it. Oh, but I will say this. I do think that the body is a really good communication device. I think the body senses when there's danger. So it has good external sometimes, good sometimes external like I can tell the energy in the room has shifted. The temperature has shifted, right? There's some bad vibes. There's some bad juju. There's some bad stuff that's like happening, right? So it can detect and sense things. And it also has a pretty good like inner awareness system. Like, ooh, my tummy seems upset or, oh, I'm clenching my jaw or like whatever. But either way, the body is a really interesting, um, I think of it like a compass, I think of it like a compass that can tell me, right? Like the, the direction that I can possibly consider or take by feeling into. So let's give an example. Okay. Let's say you get offered to do a speaking gig or somebody reaches out because they want to collaborate with you or Somebody says like, do you want to go to so-and-so's house for this party? Or do you want to get in that car? Or do you want to go, you know, go to this event or whatever? And instead of just immediately saying yes from a place of I should, right? It's what, it's, it's, it's what I should do, right? When we try to intellectualize and reason why we should do a thing. And a lot of times the body will say no, but then the mind overrides the gut instinct. The mind overrides the wisdom there. And it tries to intellectualize it because it figures it out, right? And maybe it figures it out. It's because like, oh, well, if I go and do this thing, then I might be able to meet this person. And I might be able to ask this person. I might be able to make some money or I might be able to do this thing. Whole time your body is screaming like, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. No, 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 no. 
And then the mind goes to business, figuring shit out. And I'm like, um, your body has already felt that out. Like your body has already, has already like, uh, you know, raised the red flag. It was like, hello, hello, uh, danger, Will Robinson. We might want to uh, just slow our roll and hit pause here and consider that maybe this isn't the best thing to do. And I think that, and especially in business, I see so many people saying, like, you can't run your business from your emotions. Like, you can't you can't be making emotional decisions, right? And I'm like, look, I, I kind of get, I kind of get what they mean. I, 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 I understand what they're pointing to. Like, that you don't just want to be, like, letting your emotions run rampant. And so you're making these impulsive things. Or, like, you know, on days when you're having a down day and sad, like, you're just like, fuck it and burn it all to the ground. I understand. But I think we also do a disservice when we don't trust the wisdom in the early, you know how like when there's going to be a, 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 you know, not a fire because we get, when we know like a storm is coming, like a tornado is coming, right? Or a hurricane or whatever. And, you know, the news, news stations are like, hey, like winter weather report or whatever, right? Like, hey, there's an alert. There's a storm coming. There's a winter weather alert or a flood, flood warning or whatever. And we take that shit seriously. And we're like, hey, you know, the experts are telling us that the winds are going to be gusting 50 miles an hour. And even the electric company now will send you a text saying, hey, we're expecting some unpleasant weather. You might lose power. We get all these, you know, crews coming in to like help out. I think the body does the same thing. I think the body sometimes gives us an early warning system. And it's felt some shit out. And, and it does it through the subconscious mind. And that's the thing. The subconscious knows things. The subconscious is the realm of like the imagination and creativity and memory and sensory experience. And it remembers shit in a way that the front part of your brain, the conscious, like, you know, we do. I mean, I talk about this all the time, like 95 to 98% of everything we think, say, and do, it comes from the unconscious. So we'll, we'll, something will bubble up and we'll feel it and we'll be like, ooh, I don't know. I don't think I want to take that event. I don't think I want to be associated with this person. I don't think I want to, you know, blah, 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 do the collaboration or do the thing. And then the conscious mind, right, comes on board. That rational mind who's trying to work an angle and figure some shit out is like, oh, I don't know. And it makes you second guess that intuitive wisdom. Maybe that spiritual hit that you got from 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 that you know inner teacher from your inner knowing from that divine intelligence and we don't trust it and this is why it's really important i think to have a dsp to have a daily spiritual practice to spend some time with yourself and i'm not saying that all dsps and cuz i you know i said like let's slow down let's sit down let's like whatever I'm not saying all meditation and all um, prayer and all spiritual connection uh, work, right, has to come from a seated position. Because I can tell you, I'll be having some talks with Jesus when I'm running some days, right? And when I'm when I'm outside and I'm physically in that flow, when I'm just with my body and in motion and with my breath, right? Meditation, meditative states can happen in a lot of different ways. It's why you get really great ideas in the shower sometimes. There's a combination of things happening there. Why sometimes I say I do my best thinking when I'm driving, 
right? When I'm just kind of like, like doing the thing and why a lot of people, you know, when they're running, like they go out and they run. And while they're just in that pattern of like feet, feet hitting the ground, right? Right. And they're breathing and there's in this rhythm that all of a sudden stuff will open up to us. All of a sudden the answer appears. And not because we were thinking about it, not because we were sitting down and having a brainstorm session, not because we were trying to figure it out all on our own. It's because we tapped into something else. We kind of felt our way. It's like we allowed the subconscious mind. I always talk about it like I got little little guys up in my brain, right? I, I mentioned this all the time in the podcast. I got like little, that's how I think of it. I got like little guys up in my brain and they got the little Dewey Decimal System like a library. And they got all the little Philofax cards and they know where all the shit is. They know where all the bodies are. They know where all the stories are. They know where all the hurts are. They know where all the disappointments are, all, all the things, all the betrayals, all the times I've been, you know, a fuck up, like th they got all the information. And sometimes when we stop trying to force an answer, force a solution, force the figuring it out part, and we allow ourselves to just go play or dance or run or fuck off and watch Netflix, right? When we really just kind of let ourselves like fuck around and find out. The answer like bloop, 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 comes bubbling up because we allowed ourselves to kind of just be with it and feel, feel it. You know, and that's one of the things I'm really trying to uh, practice more and more myself is to not just respond immediately with an answer to something where I like take a beat, and I'm like, let me get back to you. Like, let me think about it. You know, because sometimes people come be coming in hot nowadays because there's a thousand ways to reach you on social media and the phones and the electronic devices. And I always say, I, I, we have all these machines, but I am not a machine. And I cannot work at the rate and the pace that a machine would work at. I need to just kind of step back a little bit and let myself feel my way into a decision. Feel, does this light me up? How does this feel in my body when I think about collaborating with this person or saying yes, or promoting this thing or going to this place. And I think so often, and especially women, right? Um, I, I think so often, because we're taught from a young age to be nice, to be nice. And so we try to do all these mental gymnastics to like try and figure out like, how can I do this? Or how can I say no? Or how can I, but if your gut instinct just comes up and is like, nope, like, you know, you know, like full bodied yes or full bodied no. Like, I really want to encourage us all to start trusting that even more and more and more and more. But how do we come to trust ourselves if we don't spend time with ourselves listening to what the body has to say. I mean, we'll listen. We'll listen to the voices in our head all day long. We'll listen to that inner critic all day long. We'll listen to the harsh stories and in, in, in that critical, um, you know, the, the attacking mind, the ego mind, the mind for guilt and shame and blame. Oh, we'll give that sucker fucking all the time in the world that it wants. But when that little bubble, that little bubble that comes up from the depth of your belly or your heart, like in your bones, like bone deep, it comes up and it's like, like raising its hand and it's going like, I don't think this is a good idea. We're like, nope, 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 nope. We got to do this, right? Because it is, it's what, it's what I need to do. And so we kind of don't use our discernment. 
And we kind of push that wisdom down off to the side. And I'll often say to people when they'll say to me, you know, when they're working through a problem, uh, you know, they're getting coaching or mentoring and, um, you know, something comes up and, and they're like, I just need to figure out how to, you know, do this. And I, I, I got to do, I got to figure out how I'm going to, and then I, I need to plan and I need to, and I go, Hey, 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 too much you, too much. I not enough God, which is another way of saying too much fear, not enough love. Right. Because it's like, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to. And it's like, Whoa, 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 you have help. You have help in the divine sense. You also have help, right? Intelligence within you. You have external help and you also have internal help. But we've got to like spend some time trying to hear, listen for that inner voice that bubbles up from a sense of a feeling state. And a lot of times, you know, something honest, something honest and true will come up. And then the mind will say something like, you're not allowed to think that. You're not allowed to feel that. You're not allowed to say that. That's wrong. That's bad. And it's that shaming. And I often think, man, you know, and this is why, like, I in my work that I do with clients, like, unshaming is part of that work. You know, I've learned from a brilliant teacher, David Bedrick. If you don't know who David Bedrick is, go go check him out. Uh, but he's one of my teachers. And the more that I'm learning to unshame myself, the more that I'm sharing that with my clients as well. And I think so often we make the brain king. We make the um, intellectual, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like we 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 make the intellect the 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 um the 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 gospel truth. We say this is the golden ruler, the brain, right? Intelligence, the intellect, and we don't give uh, honor or homage or respect uh, or reverence to the wisdom in our body. Now, again, I don't think we are our bodies, but I do think that the body holds a lot of information. And I do think it is a communication device. Like I said, it is a compass. It is a divining rod for me sometimes. Because sometimes I'll just look at somebody and I'll go, oh, no, 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 no. Like my, my, like all the red flags go up, like the hairs go up and you're just like, nope, not, nope, not for me. And, you know, there's very few people, I, I shouldn't say that. I have strong reactions about a lot of things. Like if you just know me, you'll see me and I see a puppy or a dog and I'm like, Wah! right? Like I lose my mind because I love them. So I do have, I have pretty strong reactions to a lot of things. And then every once in a while we have things where we're like, oh, I could go A or B. I could choose one or two. It's like, what do I do? And in the past, I'd always go right up into my brain, figure it out mode. I'm going to figure it out, right? I'm smart enough to figure this out. I'm going to, whatever. And I'm like, wait, there's a, there's a broader and wider and deeper wisdom that I have access to. And if I just get quiet enough and I can tap into like beyond the brain, what I would you know call big mind or whatever, right? So, so often we confuse those two. We look at our brain, like our head, our skull, I'm tapping on mine right now. And we think, oh, the brain is the mind. And I say, no, I think the mind is a much greater thing than just the brain. The brain to me is like a little, a little mass 
a little a little mass of meat that's like a computer somehow. It's got electrical wires and neurons and like it's got shit in there. But the mind is kind of like this greater consciousness. And I think the body kind of also has its own sort of consciousness. And it it would behoove us to spend a little time checking in with that. And we can start to build that muscle of trust. And I've said this before, but it bears repeating, right? So you can use it by just little, little decisions each day. You ask yourself little things like this, and I'm not, I'm being dead serious. Do I feel like having oatmeal this morning or a protein smoothie? And then you wait and you tune in, you get quiet. You listen to your body, you see what comes up. Okay, I'm gonna go with oatmeal, right? Whatever. Do I wanna wear the red shirt today or the blue shirt today? And then just see, how do I feel? Because those colors have particular energies, memories, meaning attached to them. And maybe you wanna feel like a particular mood or a particular way and you wanna feel more powerful, you wanna feel more soft or you wanna feel more comfortable. And then you listen to that. And then you can follow that and trust that. And you start to entrust, right? That you do know what you want and you do know who you are and you do know what lights you up and you do know what you love and you do know what you don't like and who you don't like. And oh my God, KK, we're allowed to not like people? Yes, because here's the thing. You can love everybody, right? Everybody, humans, animals, the trees, nature, fish, the, the furries, all of it, brothers and sisters. Animate objects, inanimate objects, like this, this highlighter I'm holding up, this yellow highlighter I'm holding up, tapping it on my desk, right? This is like brother pen, brother highlighter. We can be in relationship to all these things. And we can have um, appreciation and extend compassion to people, animals, whatever. It doesn't mean we want to have lunch with everybody. Some people are going to have personalities and maybe certain core values or whatever that don't resonate with you. And you don't have to like everybody. I would, I would um, encourage that we are kind to each other, you know, that we are patient <laughs> with each other, that we try to give people the benefit of the doubt. But we'd be full of shit if we just walked around like, I'm not, I'm not a Jesus status, right? Like, I, I, I still have preferences. There are still people that I'm like, yeah, no, I'm all set. I'm all set. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that I just accept that. It doesn't make them bad. I'm sure they have a thousand people who love them, but they it, for whatever reason, like it doesn't it doesn't vibe with me. And vice versa. I'm sure. I have no doubt. I can name probably right off the top of my head five people who are like want nothing to do with me. And like that's okay. Like seriously, that's okay. Cause it wouldn't be true if if we pretended otherwise. But I just have to listen to the viscera, the visceral feeling that I get in my body. And I trust that. And again, it doesn't mean that that opportunity or that, you know, podcast or that person is, is quote unquote bad. It just might not be for me. And if I try to do it the logistical way, using the long division, using the math and figuring it out, using my intellect and not listening to the intelligence of my body, there are going to be times where, I, you know, I know that there is double amen hands, double amen hands, you guys. If there was a time 
when your intuition, your gut instinct, you know, your spiritual team, your inner knowing, whatever you want to call it, you know, threw up a sign, threw up a red flag. And instead of heeding the warning of the red flag, you took that like the bull, you know, and I, I fucking hate bullfighting. First of all, let me just say that before I even use that example. I think it's atrocious and obnoxious and horrible and it's just ridiculous. And I don't care. I don't care how long it's been a part of somebody's culture. It's a cruel and mean and awful and vicious sport. But I will say this, you know how they say, oh, the bulls see red and they charge towards it. Yeah. Some people do that with red flags. They see red flags as like green, like go lights. They're like, oh, red flag means go green. Right. It's like, no, 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 no. Because that's what happens a lot of the times when we don't trust ourselves or we don't want to see something or somebody for what it is. And that's a whole other episode I'm going to do on the truthy truth. Note to self. I should write that down. Note to self. Finally do that episode on truthy truth. But here's what I want to say. All of this, you guys, is just to encourage you <clears throat> to once in a while, take the elevator down out of your head and, and stop on the third floor and then go down, go down a little bit lower go down to the first floor, right? Drop into your body, go down to the basement, if you want to call it that, <clears throat> and just look at the foundation of a thing and feel it out. So get quiet, you breathe. You can ask yourself the question. And sometimes, let me put it this way. Sometimes we don't always know, right? What we want to do but we definitely know what we don't want to do. So you can play with that as well. So let's put it this way. Let's say you get invited to a party and you're like, oh, I don't really want to go, but if I do, don't go, my mom's going to be mad at me or my sister's going to get her panties in a bunch or this one's going to burp, 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 or I should do this. I should, as soon as you start hearing the shoulds, just fucking run, but I should do this, right? So burp, burp. Now, I'm again, I always do the caveat. I'm not saying there are going to be times when the right thing to do, perhaps like go to the funeral, say you're sorry. Like, there are going to be times when you may not want to do the right thing. But you know what? Suck it up and go do the right thing. You know what I mean? But there are just going to be times when you you have a sense of what's right for you but you second guess it because of external pressure or because you know how your family is or how that one will be or whatever right? You don't want to, or you're a chronic people pleaser and you suck at putting your own needs first. Okay. But here's the thing. So you might ask the question, do I want to go to this cookout? Do I want to go to this barbecue? Do I want to go to this party? And you're like, I don't know. Like I could make an argument for it or against it. Burr, burr, burr. And just double man, it's just laugh right now at yourself. If, if you, you've ever had this conversation, then you can ask the opposite question. You say, well, how would it feel to just stay home and spend time with my sweetie or spend time with my, my kids or spend time with my furry kids or go for a walk or how good would it feel to just, you know, spend some time writing my book or taking a nap or like whatever. Now, again, I'm not saying be an irresponsible like asshole. I'm just saying when you say, how would it feel to stay home and you feel your whole body get bubbly and light, like your whole body starts to light up and you're like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. There are clues. There are little divine breadcrumbs that are always being dropped. We are not here having to quote unquote, figure it all out on our own. We do have, right? Compasses, 
within us. We do have longitude and latitude of feeling that says, ooh, I don't really like this. We have also thermostats. Ooh, when I think of that, I get hot. Like, this is good. I get fired up. This is good. Ooh, when I think about that, I get ice cold. I'm like an iceberg. You will not move me. However you want to do it. This is part of knowing yourself. But I think we do a disservice when we only live from the neck up and we live in figure it out land. I'm like, go, 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 go down to, to where the, the, the potty is. I don't know. <laughs> go downstairs, right? Check out what, what the, what the, not just what the brain is feeding you, right? Not just what the old stories in, in the old expectations and the old conditioning in, in the subconscious mind is feeding you, right? Because that, that sucker can work in your favor, but it can also, right, through patterns and conditioning, keep you held back. So we need the feelings of the body sometimes to throw up some new possibilities. Like, ooh, when I just smelled that or saw that or thought that, I felt this clench. I felt this repulsion. I felt this fear. Well, what's the intelligence underneath that fear? What's the intelligence underneath that shame? What's the intelligence underneath that craving? What's the intelligence underneath that resistance? Don't just try to figure it out. Feel it out. And then just be amazed at what you discover about yourself. When you allow yourself, right? You know, I say this all the time. Mary Oliver, the great poet, and she has that line. I think it's in Wild Geese when she says, you know, just let, just let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. This soft animal has so much information in it. And again, I'm not saying be impulsive or just follow your emotions all the time. I don't just mean that. It's like, but listen to how your body responds when you ask it questions, when you ponder a thing, when you get curious about something, when you wonder how would it be to, and then follow that wisdom, see what happens. And when you really feel like in a kerfuffle and you can't get the fuck out of your own way and you're spinning your wheels and you're starting to become really neurotic and you're making yourself anxious and stressed and overwhelmed and exhausted, there's tools for that, right? And, and that's the stuff that I work with with my clients using these different tools and techniques to break up these patterns that we go into when we go spiraling. It's also when it's really great to have a coach or a mentor or somebody you trust, and whether that's your sweetie or a friend or a girlfriend or you know whatever, a coach, whoever it is, right? The, a therapist, somebody that you can reach out for to get sound advice, but somebody you trust, somebody you trust, somebody who has your best interest at heart, like somebody you really trust and believe has your best interest at heart. And then you can weigh what they say against your own first, because that's the priority, that's the most important. Not to just follow what people outside of you say, because you are your own teacher, you are your own guru, you are your own smarty pants. But sometimes it helps to just get a, a shift in perspective. Because a lot of times, you know, you ever do that, like you ask somebody for advice and they tell you and you go, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Like you already know. But it can be helpful sometimes. That's where the external people can be a little bit helpful. That's also why people often journal. Some of the great writers have always said, you know, I write to discover what I actually think. We can also write sometimes to discover what we actually feel. Somatic writing can be very powerful and very healing. 
man, I could just keep going on and on and on. But I hope this was helpful in some ways, you guys, and gives you permission, like I said, to take the elevator down out of the brain, drop into the wisdom of the heart, drop into the wisdom of the belly, drop into the wisdom of the body. And don't just try to wrestle a thing, right? Don't just do like this fucking intellectual wrestling. Allow yourself to feel into what it is that you really desire, what you really want, what you really think, what you really feel. And it's interesting. It's not just what does the brain think, it's what does your heart think? Because trust me, the heart is sending a shit ton more information up to the brain than the brain also sends down to the body. Your nervous system is alive with information. Your gut, it's often called the second brain. I would even call it the third brain because the heart is a brain to me in its own way as well. So I hope this was helpful for you in some way. And if there's something that you, you know, you've been trying to figure out, just maybe try to do it a different way. Because your way, I always say to, I always say to people, your best thinking is what got you here. <laughs> this, is, this is how your ass ended up here right now stuck. So maybe if we stay open to the possibility and the miracle that there's a different way and a better way and a new way, why not try it? Why not try to feel it out instead of figure it out? So you guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. It has been a pleasure to spend a little bit of time with you. A total delight, total delight. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it too. And uh, I feel like there's something else I should be telling you. Oh yeah, story time hypnosis. You guys, I'm doing these suckers. And there, we just had the first one. We had like over 30 people. It was amazing. The feedback was fantastic. And uh, we're doing another one. On May 23rd, 2023, because I don't know when people are going to be listening to this. Um, and so just get on my email list. If you're a listener, but you're not on my list, let's change that because that's how you find out when all the cool and fun stuff is happening, right? So you just go to karenkenny.com slash sign up. And you're going to get put on the list and you're going to get my weekly newsletter. You're going to find out when, when this podcast drops every Thursday, you get a little email with the link to let you know what the show is about, what's happening, which is super duper fun. And then I also send other emails throughout the week. Sometimes I just tell a little story. Sometimes I invite you into, you know, an, an experience. Sometimes I'm selling an offer or something I got going on in my business. Uh, but I would love to have you a part of that community as well, uh, not just listening here, but also being invited in a part of my uh, more constant uh, in-touch world, you know, and more consistently as well. I mean, this suck has been consistent. Oh my God, that's what I wanted to tell you. Speaking of consistency, you guys, I accidentally, when I was scheduling out, um, not this podcast, but last week's podcast, when I was scheduling that sucker out, I went into the hosting network and I saw the download numbers and I was like, holy shit, the little show that could. I'm like this little weirdo with this little weirdo show the Karen Kenny show just officially surpassed 100,000 downloads. And look, I know compared to some wicked big shows, right? Like the, these numbers like may not be that impressive to a lot of people. But for me over here, trying to bang this sucker out week after week, four years in a row consistently, that the fact that over 100,000 downloads have happened, like that to me is just like, so much fun. So I'm celebrating that. And I hope you'll you'll celebrate it along with me because it couldn't have happened without you. You, yes, you right now, you who is listening, who hears my voice right now. I couldn't have done it without you because 
the podcast downloads only happen if a human being like you says, yes, thank you, following my curiosity, want to listen to the show, going to hit that button. So if you've subscribed to the show, if you've shared the show, if you've done a post about the show, if you've left a review or a rating about the show, if you have downloaded this thing, like I said, just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. From from truly, truly, truly the bottom of my heart, it means so much to me. I can't wait to see when the next 100,000 downloads come. I hope you'll stay with me on this journey. We're just going to keep going together and growing together, you guys. So wherever you do go, may you be a blessing to the people, to the animals, to yourself, to the environment. Wherever you go, leave the place better than how you found it. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. (laughs) I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.